0: All right, Steve as we get into our third and final segment of the show this Monday um, what's the date? is it 11 11? No it's no, November 14th. November 14th. I got three words for you. What the hell I mean when it comes to our Hall of Fame audio clip of the week when I saw this um, I wish we could include the visual for you guys but I'm gonna I'm gonna implore all of our listeners to go on Twitter, to the Dan Lebitard show Twitter account and find the video of this because as funny as it is sounding picturing the person we're about to describe doing this, when you see what he looks like in present day, I'm assuming most of us haven't seen this person in a while. Um, He's, he's gone taking the first class pass on the crazy train and uh, looks, he looks as crazy as what he's about to say. So, This is Carrot Top, yes, that Carrot Top, Um, posting a video in response to being a guest on the Dan Lebitard Show where he would randomly pick football games and then those football games, of which he has no knowledge of, would be compared week in and week out to self-proclaimed expert Colin Cowherd and they would take tally the entire season, and see so you had the better record at the end of the year. And Carrot Top, to all of our surprise, or maybe none of our surprise, um, did quite well.
1: I think it's an opportune time just to remind everybody that I, uh, by the way, I uh, picked uh, football games three years in a row better than Colin Coward. Yeah, just throwing it out there just thrown it out there in my Charles Nelson Riley glasses. Bring it on, mm. Colin Coward. Right.
0: Okay. Now as sounds ins- like the Joker. Yeah. As insanely ridiculous as that sounds again, please do yourself a favor and go find this video because he's wearing a hat and his hair is insane coming out of the sides of The hair is not only the traditional orange. It now has hues of pink and black and blue. And he's totally gone off the deep end in terms of the hair. Then there's the tan. He looks like he just came out of a retro fitness, spent about 45 minutes in the tanning salon, and is auditioning for the next season of Jersey Shore. Then there's the glasses. He has the most, he has like Harry Carey, Uh, Will Ferrell glasses on thick rimmed totally square and it just completes the entire look and at that one point in the video where he's doing the impression he zooms the camera up right to the glasses so you're just staring directly into his crazy eyes for 12 seconds and it is the eeriest thing. we, I spent a whole month in October with you, see, professing my love for horror movies. And that was scarier than anything I've seen in any movie last month.
1: Yeah. I, it's bizarre. I didn't recognize him. So when you sent me the video initially to download and to, to put into the system here, it took me a second to realize like, who the hell is that? And then, wow, that is, that definitely is carrot top. But I guess we could always have guessed maybe that he would have ended up kind of at this point of, of going off the deep end a little more than he already was. But man, that, I was not prepared for that. And so again, like you said, everybody needs to go watch that video and pair that with the audio because it, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't see this.
0: It's it's crazy. And the, the other funny part about it is he did beat Colin Cowher three yeah. years in a row <laughs> when Colin was actually trying to pick the games right. And um Carrot Top was picking completely randomly. I don't even know if he knows the teams. He would just they would have I remember when they did this. It was back when they were at ESPN. They would just bring him on the phone, give him the matchup with the point spread, and he would just pick the game. I have no That's idea. honestly
1: that's like when you give, you know, like your girlfriend or your wife or something the NCAA bracket. And it's like, all right, pick these. And they're like, Well, what mascot do I like better? You know, and they they go based off of that or like, oh, I like their uniforms better. They pick that and all of a sudden my brackets busted in the first week and hers, you know, she all of a sudden wins the damn thing. That's what that seems like.
0: Yeah. So for all the self-proclaimed sports betting experts out there, that just goes to show you, um, you know, nobody knows anything. Uh, I want to take the last couple of minutes here, Steve. I purposefully saved it because we're not going to play a second Hall of Fame audio of the of the week but this is something I feel like we should touch on because it is in our wheelhouse with Hall of Fame audio. Did you hear, see Derek Carr crying yesterday?
1: I did, yes.
0: Um, So if you want to set that up for the good people out there.
1: Yeah, so the Vegas Raiders inexplicably lost to the Jeff Saturday coached Colts as we broke With Matt Ryan
0: at quarterback.
1: Yeah, how about that? That was kind of a last-minute change up there. Probably smart by Jeff Saturday to have a veteran quarterback in there rather than Sam Ellinger. So the Raiders lose, they are horrible. What they're now two and eight, I believe is their record. Yeah. Yeah. First year coach Josh McDaniels and they've blown 17 point leads twice. Now they lose to the Colts who are a laughingstock all of last week. And after the game, Derek Carr steps to the podium and just breaks down, honestly, just, saying what all it means to them to practice so hard each week and what it takes for them to get ready and for this to essentially be the outcome, for them to be this bad. He, he just couldn't get through it.
0: I guess the um, media nugget question would be, as fans, do we appreciate that? Or are we like, dude, come on. That's the question, right? I don't mind it. I don't mind a little humanity every once in a while. Like, you know, these guys get up there week in and week out. And um, I didn't listen to McDaniel's press conference, but I'm sure the coach speak was in full effect It's on me. We got to be better. We got to practice better. Sometimes it's nice, um, you know, to get a little bit of, of a reality check. Like this is their job. This is their livelihood. They care about it the same way that we care about our job. Um, you know, they, they push themselves to a physical limit we could only we can't even dream of with how hard they train and everything that goes in to the season. Um, and if you saw Derek Carr before the season, he looked jacked, he looked ready to go, Devonte Adams, old college stars coming back together. And they haven't even necessarily been the problem. They're both having pretty good seasons, but um I don't mind it once in a while. I, you know, if it becomes too much like Dan Campbell, who becomes a meme of himself, you know, just because he's so over the top with the emotion and the, and the, we're going to bite your kneecaps off stuff. Um, or Nick Sirianni who tries to make these crazy analogies all the time and they just don't make any sense. Um, but when it's like that, um, like, Hey man, I feel you. That's got to really suck. Um, Nothing you can do about it, but I'm not, I'm not walking into work today making fun of the guy.
1: Right. I appreciate the humanity from somebody like Derek Carr. However, if I'm in that locker room, I probably don't love that from you know seeing that outwardly. If he's doing that in the locker room and he's making an impassioned speech to the team and he's getting fired up and a little angry, a little emotional, I think that galvanizes me more than seeing him break down you know, at the podium talking to a group of reporters. You know, there's there's something maybe about that if I'm a teammate that I don't love. Also, how about the reporter halfway through his answer that tries to interrupt him? Did you hear that part of it? Oh. So, yeah, so Derek Carr, he gets through kind of the first part of his answer. And then about halfway through, a reporter tries to chime in and Derek Carr has to say, hold on, like if I can get through this. And then he keeps going. Oh, like geez. some idiot reporter, like, hey, I want to ask you about what happened on that third down. Like, dude, give the the quarterback of the Raiders a minute while he's breaking down at the podium. Yeah, and this is Chuck
0: Smith, it. Las Vegas Review Journal. I just, I just <laughs> want to know where you were looking when they were playing that quarter defense and about seven minutes left in the third quarter. What, what, what were you seeing out there, uh, Derek? Derek?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was unbelievable. One of the things you're you're taught: don't interrupt emotion. That's one of the biggest things when you get that kind of that moment in a press conference or an interview, whatever, and you choose to interrupt it for your dumb question, it's unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Uh, I didn't, that's interesting. I I didn't think about the locker room part of it, but at the same time, like the guys who've been there for a while, they know their teammates, like, you know, they know if Derek Carr's the kind of guy that's going to go cry in front of the podium, like,
1: and I think he – I feel like he's done something like this before. He's known as a really emotional guy out there. But yeah,
0: um, I, I think his teammates respect him. I, I don't know. There's there, There's been a lot of ambiguity there about what kind of leader he is and how he's viewed in, in that locker room. Um, and he's been, as we were talking about in the first segment, just good enough of a quarterback that he keeps getting – paid and starts and contracts and years because he's been
1: just good
0: enough ironically hey, and, and
1: last year there were there were people saying hey let's see what marcus Mariota well, do." right
0: that's just w- exactly what i was about to say all right so i just wanted to spend a minute on that because i did feel uh it was important because it, that is sort of the thing that's uh you know, leading sports center, but I couldn't, I couldn't not give us the carrot top audio today. That just needed to be, that needed to be heard. And more importantly, seen by our audience. All right. That'll do it for this edition of the off air podcast. I am Chris Thomas. Find me on Twitter and all social media at C Thomas radio. My partner, Steve Gagliano at Peeve Gagliano on Twitter and social media. We'll be back with you guys in just a couple days. Thank you so much for listening to the off air podcast.